Let's recap September 2023. This is the MCOCME podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. Now, September was a interesting little month. Not in a bad way. It was actually really good. There was a blemish or two, and I'll explain that here in a second. But for the most part, uh, piggybacking off what had happened in August with the Legends Celebration event, which was just phenomenal. Everybody was, you know, ranking up their accounts. They were getting new seven stars. It was really cool to see. And then with September, we had some really cool things as well. We had a new champion, which was the one that was voted on by the community, who was Gladiator. And we also had the OG Iron Man buff, which I got to say, I've only messed with it a little bit, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. I mean, it's so far what I've seen is, you know, kind of get to SP2, fire that son of a bitch off, and then just keep spamming SP1 till the cows come home. And he's also a very good bona fide mutant killer, which is really, really neat because I think, you know, mutants can be really tricky to fight in the game. And to have another champion, especially in the tech class, that can be part of that arsenal of mutant killers. Hey, all is good there. Also, the um, the monthly quest. Now, this is kind of my, my first little blemish because... Uh, well, number one, it had really good rewards. I thought, you know, for what you could do, it was great. Uh, but it got a little monotonous for me. And I wish it wasn't as monotonous. And also, it was a little confusing at first for some players. But that's why I always encourage everybody who listens to just kind of give anything that's new a day or two to kind of take its um, – to kind of take form and then go ahead and jump in and do what you got to do. Go watch YouTube videos, all that kind of stuff. But I, I will say – the the boss fight with Gladiator was actually really, really cool. I liked how they encouraged using, you know, class advantage but also class disadvantage champions and also the, the, the capes thing, which was really cool as well. But you got some really good rewards for doing kind of some monotonous amount of work. There was a lot of grinding that you did have to do in order to kind of get all the objectives, which I'm I don't like that because I would rather play a side quest that is wholly reliant on your skill rather than how many times you need to enter to get everything. You know, kind of like Eternity of Pain. I know that's not a side quest, but I'm using it as an example because I look at that as, listen, you got to have some massive skill to really do the Eternity of Pain, both paths, in a less headache, less anxiety, stressful type manner. But with this side event, it was just kind of like, all right, once you figure out the three champions you're going to bring in, you just go for it and you get the rewards and then just do it over and over and over again. But I wish that it wasn't laid out that way. I wish that it was less grindy, less monotonous, but we will see going forward when October comes along. It's just, we're already in October, but the new um, content will drop tomorrow, which would be really, really cool to see. And uh, side note, if you have been doing the Platinum Track, you will be able to get your hands on a Morbius soon, which would be really, really neat. Um, the other thing that I thought was really good about September was Battlegrounds. And Battlegrounds has been kind of one of those things where every season, you know, players will either gripe or complain or they'll just have massive success. And I feel like this one in particular is really, really cool, especially having that um, the armory thing for the tech champions where if they do inflict an armor break debuff, they get a passive fury and stuff like that. And... I don't know. I just think that when they are creating, they being Kabam, are, are creating a season of Battlegrounds that is encouraging players to get in there and get after it rather than it being a very ticky-tacky or even just like a weird combination of nodes that are going to frustrate players, more people are going to play. And, and also, I actually have not really been involved with any kind of cheaters or modders 
this time around. It's been nice to actually play Battlegrounds, and I don't find myself encountering matchups where like it's an obvious cheater. So I think they've been really clamping down on that, and if they have, hats off to Kabam for doing the right thing and trying to make Battlegrounds a very good time for all of us players. And then also, another really cool thing that I thought was awesome was the Paragon Gauntlet, which... You know, same kind of thing as the side quest. If you bring in three champions and then you can swap out at certain spots, all you're really doing is just fighting the bosses from each of the chapters. And once you kind of have that in hand, you get some pretty kick-ass rewards. And I was actually able to take my uh, seven-star rank one Elsa Bloodstone, who is awakened, and I duped her, so she's at level 40 now, to rank two. And she's been an absolute unit. And I really do appreciate content that will you know, give you rewards that can really change your account. And I wouldn't say like, you know, that rank up is not a game changer for my account, but having a rank two as a seven star is pretty sweet. And I do foresee that there will probably be a new title maybe here in a few months or maybe even next year where it's, you know, similar to, to Paragon or Throne Breaker where they're going to encourage you to have at least like a rank two seven star. So if you have the materials, if you have the catalyst to do that, do it. You might be actually saving yourself a headache down the future, you know, down the line here in the future. So, you know, there's that. But I got to say, the Paragon Gauntlet, awesome. Just a lot of fun. You know, low low stress really and just simple. And that's what you kind of want for something like that. And like I said, the rewards, fantastic. But the other blemish. And I said it before in my last episode, the commissary and I'm not going to dive too much into it because I already did talk about it in a previous episode. It's, just go listen to it. You can hear my thoughts and opinions on this whole thing. But I managed to actually get, I believe it was the third objective, the first one being gold, the second one being about 30K, six star shards, and then finally 900 units. That's the one I was really kind of going for. I was not really uh, hot to trot on a seven star civil warrior. That champion to me, I mean, you know, it kind of is what it is, but... I will say the Caps Commissary did a very interesting series of events when it came to their rewards in the store because the first couple of things that I saw, I'm like, all right, this is great. I can get myself an Awakening Gem Bundle. I can get some gold, some other stuff that I was able to trade in, some rank up stuff. That was neat. So I was able to actually get after um, you know, some stuff in order to save on Catalyst and whatnot. But then you had that four-star selector, that five-star selector, and that was just kind of like, eh, I'm not really going to do that just because I don't want to unless there is a certain you know trophy champion that you're after. But I did like on the very last day of it, you could trade in your loyalty for a seven-star crystal, which was awesome. And it had some really good champions in there. You had, the, you had Void, uh, Mordo, you had Storm, Black Cat, um... Uh, Howard the Duck, Storm, I mean, it was it was a pretty solid crystal, and I was really trying to get after Black Cat, she's one of my favorite skill champions in the game, but I didn't get her, however, I actually lucked out, I got myself Mordo, and having a 7-star Mordo as my first Mystic, as a, you know, that's just, I, I'm pretty happy about that, because we all know how much of an annoying defender he can be. But also, if you look at what he can do on offense, I know he, I think he needs the awakened ability to kind of really help him out on offense, but uh, he's a really, really good counter for Gore and also for Hulkling, 
especially with that soul barb on special two. And he's just a fun champion to play. Um, he did get his new little buff, uh, you know, about a year ago or so. And, you know, having him as my new, my new seven star, my first seven star mystic, I'm not angry about that at all. I think he's a really solid champion and he's definitely, you know, kind of proving his worth in battlegrounds. And then finally, the really cool thing is the Ascension. And I talked about this in a previous episode. So if you want to go listen to that as well, but the Ascension Dust thing, I mean, that's a really cool thing to have. And, um, you know, it's, it's really cool seeing, you know, how different accounts pick different champions to satisfy their needs. My first champion right off the bat was Magic because she's not available as a six star and she was already at the top of the top SIG level. So it was a no brainer. But, you know, then you're looking at your leftovers and you're like, hey, who else do I want to rank up as a five star? Because basically when you rank up a five star as an ascension, they turn into the equivalent of like a rank three six star. So that's really kind of cool. And I actually did it um, twice. So I was able to do I have, I have enough, enough dust for one more five star. I don't have anybody yet as a six star just because I have not um, taken anybody to a rank five yet. But. Uh, I plan on maybe doing it for Hercules because it just makes the most sense and just make him an absolute unit. But for my five stars, I was able to do, um, I did Magic, I did Aegon, which some people are probably like, hey, you know, why Aegon? Well, it's, it's quite simple. I don't have him as a six star. I've been chasing him and I'd have to awaken him and then put a bunch of six stones into him. And I already kind of have that in my stable of champions. So why not? I'm just going to do it and make it easy. But then... The other champion that I decided to rank up was Namor. He's maxed out, and I do have him as a rank two six star, but the thing is, it's kind of in the similar vein with Aegon. I got to pump a bunch of six stones into him, and I'd rather kind of do that for other champions that I know I'm going to use a lot. And I feel like, you know, having, you know, my five star Namor already ready to go, and he's already ascended, and he's already more powerful than the six star one. Well, guess what? I'm just going to, you know, enjoy that. I'm going to roll with that. I uh, don't know who I'm going to do for my fourth one, but we will see. And then hopefully whenever I get to doing a rank five, six-star champion, uh, we'll see who that's going to be. But September was a very good month for my account and for a lot of other players' accounts as well. Uh, like I said, the commissary was kind of, you know, blah, and the side quest was kind of a little blah as well. But the good outweigh the bad this month. There was a lot of really cool things, and I believe that next month, well, rather here tomorrow, uh, it's going to be very promising as well. There's a lot of really cool things going on. We have a new champion that's going to be involved as well. I believe Red Skull is going to receive a little bit of a buff slash tune-up as well. And uh, you know what? We get to use our old uh, symbiote friend for some uh, for some content. And I really, really like that because um, he's a lot of fun. You know, that little guy, he can be a, a good time. So I'm curious to see how he's going to be used uh, for the new content. But... Um, I would say just get in there, smash some objectives, do whatever you can to, uh, you know, rank up your champions for whatever is incoming tomorrow. And I will talk to you all next time on the MCOCME podcast.